right, welcome to the new and improved Get Your Fixins podcast. We are so happy to have you guys here. Over the last year or so, um, if you're a listener, you know our podcast has been focused on um, Cleveland sports and some other pop culture topics. Uh, We've recently decided to take a step away from doing strictly Cleveland sports and kind of shift our focus, um, you know, more towards uh, shift our focus more towards all sports and all pop culture topics, music, media and plenty more. Uh, We hope that you all enjoy this episode. Let us all know what you think by tweeting us at Get Your Fixins or following us on Instagram at Get Your Fixins. That's F-I-X-I-N-S. We have a jam-packed show for you all today. We'll be starting off the show with our That Guy of the Week. Uh, with Beardo leading us off for that, it's his week. Uh, we'll dive into our legit or shit segment where we talk about whether we think certain things or certain topics and things happening in the media are legit or whether we think they're straight up shit. Uh, we'll get to the main topic of the show and rank our top four uh, favorite songs of the summer. It's a <clears throat> ranking show, so get get uh, get used to it. Um, we'll debut our new and improved sports segment called The Fixins Sports Corner. That's going to be great. And then we'll wrap it all up with our Emmy-nominated and coveted crying baby award-winning segment, The Leaderboard. With that all out of the way, let's jump right into it. How you boys doing tonight? Doing pretty well. You know, we uh, we came off a, a little kickback together last weekend. And, <laughs> uh, we got a, a little trip planned this weekend, so uh, a lot of fun in this. Uh, that, that, that begs the question. Ryan, have you ever heard of the term kickback? Not until you and AC started saying it to me last weekend. <laughs> okay, so then AC, you win. Because before you hopped on, AC and I had a conversation about when we learned about the term kickback. Like, I, everybody learns, like, the term, like, yeah, let's kick back and have a few beers. But I never knew of, like, a function of people, like a whole barbecue being called a kickback. And I learned about it through that uh, YouTube series, um, Real Bros of Simi Valley. And AC said he learned about it from like a legitimate real bro that he met in high school. So yeah, now we're all on board with what a kickback is. Yeah, yeah. Ryan, how you doing? How was your run? Big fitness guy. Huge fitness guy. Been a fitness guy all my life. Always been in shape my whole life. Um, <laughs> great run. Ran about six miles. No big deal. <laughs> about thirteen minutes and fifty six seconds. I think is what I finished that. Ran, ran about <laughs> seventeen miles. Broke the record. Yeah, broke the record. But yeah, no, dude, I'm fired up for this weekend. I'm pumped. I'm feeling great. Um, got a couple of Croys next to me, ready to talk some shit with my boys. Oh, oh yeah. love to hear it. With that in mind, Ryan, push us right forward into your that guy of the week. All right, let me tell you people about that guy. Um, when you pull up to the grocery store, okay, when you pull into a fucking parking garage, all right, you're looking <laughs> for that spot. It's packed. You're driving in circles like a goddamn asshole. All you did was want to run in and get a gallon of milk. And there's this motherfucker with a piece of shit that he thinks is a fucking supreme fucking car. It's like a fucking Chrysler or some bullshit. And he's got it double fucking parked in the middle fucking parking. Not in the middle of parking, but right over the line, taking up two parking spots. Because he doesn't trust other people around him to park next to him. He needs that four foot buffer. That dude is a fucking prick. What do you guys think? Absolutely. That, yeah, mean, go ahead, see. It can't even be argued, dude. I think anybody who, even if you have a nice car, dude, fuck off. Park at the back of the lot if you're so fucking worried about it. Like, walk a little bit, dude. Right. You, you got this nice, fancy car. Great. Take a fucking few extra steps, pal. Yeah, I, I think anytime you double park like that, you're a fucking asshole. 
I mean, you will see nice cars doing it, but yeah, sometimes it's just like your typical fucking like Chevy Cobalt. Like, you know, it's not even like anything spectacular. So yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah, every someone, time. Some, some asshole with his Chevy Cobalt, but like a fucking custom muffler on it or some bullshit. And he's yeah, like, he's, this is a nice car now. I put a fucking, I put an air take in valve on it. So <laughs> take valve on it. So I got to have it double parked. That so like you just introduced another that guy was the kid that you went to high school with who owns like six pieces of shit Honda Civics who thinks it's cool to drop them all the way low to the ground even though they're just still pieces of shit always vapes too that's almost where he he vapes he always wears backwards hats which AC it's not looking pretty good for you and I right now but that guy (laughs) always does he always has like the really short vans like not ones with any side support the really <laughs> short ones and he wears like long socks fuck that guy but anyway <laughs> dude Ryan so I I'm totally with you on this and I was thinking that you were going to say something slightly different cuz AC Ryan and I went and saw Spider-Man this past Sunday which by the way the new Spider-Man really really good go see it but we were driving through the parking garage at Crocker Park and like every person that was in front of us was going literally a half mile per hour. And and I the only the only thing that could justify it in my mind of them doing this is maybe they're thinking like if I drive slow enough, maybe I'll see someone pulling out so I could take their spot. But right. even then you're still just the worst person. No dude, not like I I will wholeheartedly admit on this podcast I have road rage and I have road rage for slow drivers. It's not so much people that make little mistakes because I get it. Everyone makes little mistakes, driving errors here and there. But the people that are just slow, like you are like, you are the worst person in the world. (laughs) This, that guy of the week turned into like three guys. (laughs) We we got the Vans kid. But I'm sorry, but I'm sorry. This guy, um, this <laughs> this adds a fourth guy. So the guy that parks in the spot, like, yeah, he's a piece of shit. But AC, you brought the dude that you're like, why don't you just go park in a far spot and walk a little bit? My my that guy of the week that I'm going to add on to this is, is everybody's dad when they're like 11 years old and you're going to the store, you're going somewhere, and your dad's like, park. he parks in the furthest possible spot. And you're like, dad, oh, my God, why can't we just park closer? And he's like, no, nah, it's good. It's good exercise. Good exercise. And then you have to walk like another like 150 feet. Like everybody's dad is the worst at that age. <laughs> I don't think my dad was that dad. I never really had to <laughs> deal with that. Luckily. With that either. My dad was my dad was pissed if he had to go further than like the third fucking stall, dude. Come on. <laughs> dude, I'd be I'd be I'd be in the backseat of our Ford Windstar, the big van, and I'd be like, oh dad, there's a spot right there. And he'd just drive right past it. I feel like he I feel like he did it just to be like, I'm gonna piss this kid off because it's the best part of my day. Hey, he, he's a savage. What what do you expect from the guy? Yeah. But yeah, I, I definitely my dad was my dad was so lazy that when he would pick me up from places. When he visibly saw me, he would stop and make me walk to the car. <laughs> He's like, all right, I'm doing this driving bullshit. Come on over here. And it would be like a hundred yards. I'm like, dude, what the fuck? He's like a- <laughs> and then he's like beeping. He's like, Ryan, Ryan. <laughs> I see you. Uh, oh, dude, that was always my favorite part about when I'd call you when we were kids. I'd call Ryan's house phone. And his dad would be like, hello. I'd be like, hey, Mr. Beard, is uh, is Ryan there? And he'd be like, he would do this. He'd go, ah. yeah, hold on. I'll get him. Ryan! 
good. And then deep in the background, you'd hear, <laughs> like it was a whole thing, dude. That's so funny. Oh man, Mr. Beardo, a fucking beauty. To this day, I think he should get on the pod, but you know, teach their own. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna push forward, Ryan. Good that guy of the week because it stemmed into like six that guys of the week. <laughs> uh, we're gonna push forward into our legit shit segment. Hit the music. Is it legit? Or is it shit? All right, uh, AC, lead us off. All right, first one for legit or shit. This is a little bit of a two-parter, and I threw it in there because it's something we kind of touched on over the weekend, but we didn't get to really dive into it. So two-parter. After high school, because high school is fake life, like whoever can get beer in high school, everyone just throws that kid money. You go on your fucking merry way. But after high school, every party is assumed to be BYOB. Like you don't have to even text them. Just if I say, hey, Ryan, hey, Jiggy, uh, party at my house, um, you know, be there at eight. I, you automatically assume it's BYOB. Is that legit or shit to you? Like every party uh, that, after high school. That That's 100% legit. That unless, legit. You're other, unless you're otherwise told. Like if someone says right. like, hey, I'm, I'm having a kegger or like, hey, man, I'm just getting a bunch of beer. Otherwise, like that is 100% BYOB. Like if you don't bring beer and you're like just taking other people's beer, you're a scumbag. Yeah. And me and AC talked about this at the little chill down that you guys like to call it kickback or whatever. Sure, kickback. Um, okay. <laughs> um we're there's only a very few occasions where it's it's not byb it's like a graduation party Your family like has a little ch- kickback for christmas or thanksgiving or something you know then you don't have right. to bring your own shit but like right. if it's a party a barbecue something like that with your friends it's absolutely always byob yeah and it doesn't have to be said you have a job buy your own fucking beer right it, and it doesn't have to be said hey byob mm-hmm. like like you said, there's a the couple instances, hey, man, I got a keg, or hey, dude, we have a bunch of leftover beer from such and such. You know, Don't worry about bringing beer. Unless you're told otherwise, BYOB. So now the, the second part of this, after you bring your own beer, let's say you throw it in like the community cooler or whatever, should you be allowed to take your beer back after, like once you leave? Dude, this is this is my biggest gripe with people. There's there's all there's only one condition where you can take where you're allowed to take your beer back if you bring it to a party. And that is if you buy it that's that's if you only use like 15 like 10 to 15 percent of your case. So if you bring a six pack and you only drink one of them, then take the beer home. Or if you only drink two of the six pack, then I guess take the beer home. If you buy a 24 pack and you drink like three of them, take the beer home. That's all good. But if you bring, if you come to a party and you have to reach into your cooler and reload your case with like your beer, get out of my face and never come to my parties again. Because it's not that I need your beer. It's not that I want your beer. It's just the fact that you make, you make yourself and me look like a cheap piece of shit because you're like taking your beer back. Like it's just weird. You just you do you don't do that. Like it's common courtesy to be like, I'm taking some beer over there. If I'm not drinking it, it's his. Thanks for the invite. Have a good day. Have the rest of my beer if you need it. Big scumbag move. I'm going. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go with shit. Do not take your beer back. Leave that there unless you take like unless you only drink a small portion of it. Yeah. What about you, Beardo? I'm with Alex 100. 
but I do disagree, dude. I don't care how much you drink out of what you bring. It stays there. You <laughs> oh. fucked up and bought too much beer. Yeah. The only way, the only way you take back your own beer is if like you go to a barbecue and you brought a cooler. Yeah. And you have your shit in your cooler and then you can take it home cuz then you're just taking your property back and yeah. it doesn't look like you you're taking that's the only occasion that it's okay. Uh maybe if you're going out somewhere else like if you're going to another party maybe yeah but anyway I, dude, I agree. you are like you're i don't know man it's it's dude that person is most likely providing food they're providing other things that it's a cost to them to have a party fucking give them some free booze yeah. you're spending less money going to their party than you would at the bar anyway i always say it's like a tip like, that's me tipping you. I'm not, like, actually giving – unless, like, we agreed on, like, hey, man, we're going to split this, blah, blah, blah. But, like, that's my tip to you. Hey, take my, like, my three or four beers that I didn't drink. They're yours. But, like, don't fucking go in the cooler and start garbage picking like it's a fucking Sunday on the streets and take your beer back. That's a fucked up move. The only thing <clears> – yeah, I agree with the party thing. You know, if you're going to another party, take it to the party. That's fine. The only thing I could think is if you brought like a really fancy beer, like some high dollar shit, and you're like, yeah, I just want to keep them cool in your cooler. I can look the other way at that. Like that's I, – Yeah, I but know. you know what, dude? That, like, that's, hold on. Because even on. if you're bringing that, liquor and spending money on liquor that's well, more not, expensive than beer most of the time, but you dude, leave that, the bottle there. Our, that's what? on you. That's on that's that's hundred percent on you. If you, it is, if you, I, I if you bring if you bring a six pack of like Masthead's latest micro brew, like get out of my face. Leave that for me. It's mine now. Well, <laughs> I, I get that. That's why I said I look the other way. I can live with it. I'm not happy about it, but I can like kind of live with it. It's a hundred percent. You don't take the fucking beer back. But yeah. that's like I said. That's when I don't say anything. But yeah, if you fucking do this, dude. You're a piece of shit, especially if you have like Keystone or something, or like Natural <clears throat> Light. Or oh, you're the Miller worst. Light. You're the worst yeah. person in the world. And there's like five left, and you're like, "Hang on, dude, let me grab my beer." Fuck you, dude. You're the absolute worst. Um, but next up for our legit or shit segment, not hating on uh, scumbag people when it comes to the alcohol, uh, and actually a great guy, uh, Frankie Lindor. So he says the Indians should be buyers at the deadline to make a run at the World Series this year. Uh, you, you legit or shit on that statement? I'm 100% legit on this. I actually wrote an article on this. Look up Jiggy at BigPlay.com. It's not a big deal, but, you know, look it up. You know, it's not a big deal, but look it up. You cut out um, You, you cut out there. What was that again? Yeah, you know, so, 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 so look up BigPlay.com and just search for Jiggy. Not a big deal. You can do it if you want. But oh, okay. I heard you that Definitely time. Thank you. Okay, yeah, for sure. Thank you, Ryan. Um, but, yeah, like we should 100% be buyers. If, if, we were, if we were in the spot that we were in two weeks ago where we're like in the range from like eight and a half to 12 games back, the Indians, we, we might be sellers. I'm still going to be a diehard Indians fan and say don't sell. But at this point, we've closed the gap. We've been on a winning streak. We've been the best team in baseball in the entire month of June. And the Indians have gotten hot earlier than they've gotten in the, in the past few years. Like the Indians have a better record this year than the past two years. Um, 2016 was a little bit different because that was the World Series year and they were a little bit better then. But at the same time, like this team is improving. We have the young talent. We have some prospects. 
that we can end up giving up that we haven't called up yet. And this team is young. They got a lot of talent. Go out, maybe send a prospect somewhere. I don't know. Like, I, if you're looking for starting pitching, don't give up Trevor Bauer for another starting pitcher. It'd be stupid. But, like, at the same time, you have some prospects. Give somebody up. Maybe pick up, like, a Sonny Gray, somebody like that. I wouldn't be too mad about that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I think the Indians should be buyers. What about you? What do you think of the Cleveland Indians? What do you think about that team, Beardo? <laughs> they're, they're, dude, the, I mean, the, they should be buyers. It's legit, but are they going to? No. So I, it, yeah. it's shit in the way of what reality is going to bring our way. Um, I mean, dude, it was a fucking heartbreak to watch Brantley in the <laughs> in an Astros jersey. I mean, yeah. dude, it was a heartbreak. Yeah, I, I mean, that's sweet for the future. That's you're just looking at more of that. So, yeah, I mean, just get used to it. You know, we're we're a neutral sports podcast here. This Cleveland Indians team that we're speaking of, um, I I, I think <laughs> that, we we, we got to get our shots in when we could take them. For everyone listening, this we, we still live in Cleveland, so I'm going to talk about my team. But you're right, Ryan. We should we'll we'll kind well, of hear hey, our no, way back. Up the he he made a statement. I there's no other Cleveland shit in here. He made a statement. I would do this if this if we did it with the Bears when they fucking everyone was saying they should be or their coach said they should be Super Bowl favorites. Frankie Lindor said the Cleveland Indians should be buyers of the deadline. The Major League Baseball team that is the hottest team in baseball should they be buyers of the deadline? I'm gonna say <laughs> legit to an extent because I don't think they have enough to win the World Series. They have to play really good fucking baseball to win a World Series. Um. With all the injuries right now, you just ride the wave. You see what happens. You don't go make these fucking blockbuster moves to go all in this season. Because if you do, you're going to end up like those fucking idiots in Columbus, the Blue Jackets, where everyone fucking leaves next year. You know, you can't go get all these rental players for a run this year. You stick with what you got. You got a young core. I say you ride it. Wherever you get, you fucking get. You had a stack team last year. Guess what? You didn't win a fucking game in the playoffs. So you ride the wave. Just ride let's the wave. The, let's win the whole damn thing. Ride the wave. Um, but uh, speaking of riding the wave, this big fucking trend, I, it makes me sick. Um, this uh, licking ice cream trend, and then there's people drinking the Arizona tea. So basically one of the girls, like the first girl who did it and went viral for licking the ice cream out of the freezer and putting it back at like the grocery store, they're saying she could be fake. I mean, it's not going to happen. But they're saying she could face a 20-year penalty for licking this ice cream. Uh, do you think that, like, basically fair or foul, legit or shit, is that a legit penalty or is that shit maybe too much? What is a 20-year penalty? Is that, like, in the prison. pen 20 years? In the okay. pen 20 years. Okay, so it's it's obviously shit for how long it is. Oh, but like, no, but like, no, but- no. <laughs> yes. Are dude, you kidding? On. Uh, you can't have this going on at your grocery store. I was gonna say shit, but it should be more. Dude, no, 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 no. I don't. I think. I think. I think they should get in trouble one hundred percent. It should like, be way more than twenty years. This I don't is know. up there with murder. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear okay. me out. I, I I hate this trend. I think I think twenty years is a bit much. It's not like, enough. Yeah. But at the same time, like I hate, I hate that people are like getting upset about it. Not because it's not upsetting. I'm, I hate that um, people are uh, shit. They're um, 
Because because then it just bring, it's like sparked all these other videos. You get the people spitting in Arizona green tea bottles. You know how you get rid of that? You put them in jail for fucking twenty years. You think you're gonna be doing it after twenty years in the pen? <laughs> I don't think so. You think you think you're gonna be licking ice cream tops after getting butt raped by Brutus in uh, in prison? I don't think so. No, you think you're gonna be fucking doing this when you're sharing a cell with Kellen Winslow and he's raping you? Probably not. Ryan, you know, what do you got? What about you? This is I'm disgusted right now. <laughs> AC, I'm sorry, but I'm not gonna clean that taste out of your mouth. I'm with Jiggy. Oh. It's legit that people are in an uproar. I appreciate your disgust as well, dude. When I watched that video of her licking it and putting back, I was absolutely furious. I was not happy. Was never a smirk. I was like, this bitch is fucking disgusting. If I could smack her, I would. But dude, <laughs> on like dead, dead serious. I mean, I think she should get one full year in prison. And AC, you're probably going to freak out. But dude, one fucking year in prison. I, like, I'm not joking at all about that. I believe she should get a full fucking year in prison. That is three. 360 behind bars. That's no fucking joke, dude. It's I believe not, she deserves I, that. It's not. If, she, if you're 18 years old and you make that fucking decision, dude, goodbye. You got 365. <laughs> goodbye. I'm cool with that idea because, yeah, I get it. Like, a year is a long time, especially to, like, an 18-year-old kid. But fuck this, dude. It should be, like, almost life. Because if I'm going <laughs> to the grocery store... The last goddamn thing I like, you have enough stress at a grocery store. You ever been grocery shopping? It's fucking horrible. You're always like, fuck, I need this. Fuck, I need that. The last fucking thing I need is to be like, fuck, dude, which ice cream do I pick? Did fucking little Brittany fucking lick this one? Uh, dude, but does it matter? Is little Brittany's mouth cleaner than yeah, the Asian guy's nut sauce that he dipped in the ice cream disgusting. before he sold it out? Those are the same. Those are the same people. Come on, those are the same people that are taking their beer back from your party, and you're okay with them licking your ice cream? No, I'm not okay with them chance. licking my ice cream, but dude, you gotta you gotta be real here no, for a second. No, I'm dude, being realistic Asian, as possible. The Asians, okay, dude. The <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. They're packing it up. That's fine. Dude, I listen, don't need Asians this hate us. They're probably for sure like like uh, fucking Americans in their Ben and Jerry's, and they stick their toes in our ice cream or some bullshit. No, like, but I don't. But I don't have to think about that. Like I, I already know. Yeah, and I, that definitely doesn't happen. The ice cream is super smooth on top. But when I got to fucking think if this little fucking brat licked my ice cream or spit in an Arizona tea when I'm at the grocery store, I'd almost like there's I always say I don't want anybody dead in this world other than Tom Brady. I want those people dead, too. <laughs> like, that's fucking sick. Those people AC, AC, has, AC has a hit list like the like Steve Buscemi and, uh, and Billy, Billy Madison. Madison. And it's just and he's it's just, just Tom Brady. He's just he's just <laughs> waiting for this girl to call him and be like, "Hey, I'm sorry for that video going viral." And he's gonna yeah. put lipstick on and cross her name off. That's the only way. <laughs> I'll pretend to cross her name off. But um, so last one for <laughs> legit or shit. Um, this guy at the airport. So basically, he took his whole fucking luggage. Um, he put on 15 shirts to avoid a luggage fee. Uh, is this a legit or shit move in your opinion? Hey, man, I, re I respect the game. I'm going to go legit. Obviously, I would never go through this much effort, just pay the fee. But this is like the ultimate cheapskate move. And in the state I'm in right now as a broke college kid, I get it. I respect the game, man. If, like, if you want to cheat the system, cheat the system. Did he end up getting through? 
I don't I didn't see that far. I, I kind of just like glanced and like read like that the guy um put on 15 shirts. I don't I don't know for sure, but I mean yeah, I, you know, regardless, I, think, I respect the move. Okay, so you're legit. What about you, Beardo? I'm 100 percent legit, dude. Fuck the man. Get your fucking <laughs> do. Cheat when you can. That's the way you get through life. The thing about it is there's certain things that just are outrageous. College expenses outrageous just there's fees that don't make sense airplanes it's six dollars for fucking peanuts extra luggage fee oh you wanted to breathe on the in the cabin 70 that'll be 75 dollars <laughs> just dude just outrageous shit so this dude's probably going through his fucking stuff he probably gets all his bags and his and his ticket and he's thought he paid everything and the next thing you know he gets to the counter and there's some smug fucking bitch who makes fucking seventeen dollars an hour who's like mm, you didn't fill out the right form it'll be seventy five more dollars for your luggage fee because it weighs fifteen point two pounds and not fourteen point three and he's like well fuck you bitch and he just keeps putting on shirts and it's weighing less and less and then right when he gets to fifteen that's when it hits fourteen point three and he's like yeah go fuck yourself bitch. Yeah, <laughs> dude, that's like that's the shit with the teeth grit and everything. Yeah, yeah. The, when I first heard this, I was like, "This guy's a fucking asshole." Because you think of like, you know, the thought process of like, this guy's just taking shirt after shirt after shirt out. Everybody's in line. They're like, "Come on, dude, hurry up!" But the more I thought about it, I'm legit on this too. Stick it to the fucking man, dude. I I get it. I get why airlines charge what they do. They're the only fucking ticket in town. Like, you, where else are you gonna go? You're on a plane, dude. Where else are you going to go for a drink? Nowhere. You're fucking stuck. Yeah. So, you know, th you're, they're the only supply. That's why they fucking jack up the price. I get that. I, I get supply and demand. So anytime you can fucking skate around them and, you know, just kind of kind of give them the finger a little bit, I'm down with that. So, yeah, le legit. And this guy worked for it. He fucking he's, – he's probably a blue-collar, hard-working guy. So you you're know, not comfortable with 15, 15 shirts. No, you're not comfortable. It's, it's a commitment. You're not comfortable, and also you got to think about the order. You can't put your you can't put your smallest shirt on at like at like number thirteen. You yeah. got to put the smallest shirt on first. That I mean, I I have fit, I can have I have an entire wardrobe full of larges, and all of them fit differently. You're gonna tell me that this guy had the know how and the elbow grease to get himself into all 15 of those shirts in the right order. Hats off to this guy. He deserves to fly for free. Yeah. He worked for it. Mm -hmm. I'm, he worked for it. I'm down. But that's going to wrap up our legitimate shit segment. We're going to push forward into our draft. We're doing a snake draft of the song of the summer. Boys, what is your song of the summer? We're going to go Beardo, AC, and me. And the way a snake draft oh, works for all the other Ooh, people, AC, we're going to no, go me, AC, Beardo. Oh. Okay? I have I have a pick at my number two pick that might throw the rest of yours out of loop. So we'll see how this goes. Well, Ryan, lead us off. Well, hang on. I'll, I'll say – I want to say one thing real quick. <laughs> like what we said um, – what we said before, This is the song doesn't have to be like a summer song. Anybody listening who wants to give backlash, like it's just when you're outside grilling, when you're outside drinking, you love listening to the song. You're on a patio at a bar drinking beer. This is, you know, just a song that makes you feel like you're around the summer. So that's what we're are you, picking here. Are you outside and it's 65 degrees plus and you have a beer in your hand? This is the this song, is the song you throw on. Absolutely. Beardo. Let's make, we, should, we should make a get your fixings draft playlist for all the people. Yeah. Okay. Why not? Let's Go load them up, Ryan. Knock them down. What do you got? What's your first song? Hey, you, you know what it is. It's Front Porch Lights, All My Money. That's my <laughs> song Come of the on, fucking summer. Dude. 
That it's was my number two that I thought I was. That was my number two that I thought was going to throw everything through a loop, and you put it number one. You grimy piece of crap! What a fucking pick! Yeah, one of, one of our uh, our pals. Fucking great band, by the way. Check Dylan out front DeVito, front, yeah, front Check porch front lights. Porch Look light. them up on Spotify. Those guys are awesome. All my money is an absolute banger, and it'll oh. make your it'll make your barbecue go from zero to hero. Yeah, it, that song is like disgustingly good. But uh, <clears throat> all right, so that's your first pick. My first pick of this first. By the way, four songs for any listener. My first pick, it's kind of ironic because this song is about post-summer, but it's just a great fucking song to listen to. Boys of Summer, Don Henley. Good pick. After the Boys of Summer are gone, solid, dude. This is like, great honestly, song, yeah. this, is a great, this is a great summer song. Yeah, it is. And it's so ironic because like when you hear Boys of Summer, you're like, oh, summer song. But the whole song is like after everybody fucking leaves town after the summer is over and this guy's just trying to wheel abroad. Uh, it's all right. It makes you think that you should be present in the moment. But I gotta live it. My, my pick to wrap up the first round: Tom Petty, "American Girl." Oh, this song. This yeah. song. This song starts That's out with that. Fucking with that Dude, like if you have no, a beer no. in your hand, this song comes on, man. This this is just the best. So Tom also, Petty, Amer- Tom Petty, "American Girl," to wrap up the first round. Yeah, and, and anybody who's ever seen Fast Times at Ridgemont High opening song i mean fuck man great pick uh but you got another pick second round here i got another pick i'm starting off that's how a snake draft works i'm gonna go moni moni by billy idol <laughs> billy uh, that is not the billy idol song i would have thought went on this list but uh you know you so this this song is my is one of my top favorite uh summer songs because my very first i, I remember vividly my very first cleveland indians game and when the Indians were warming up in the first inning, this song was playing, and I was like, this is summer. This is baseball, and this is going to be the rest of my life. And that's what Moni Moni means to me. So Moni Moni coming in at number two for Jigster. That's a good pick. AC, what do you that's got? good pick. My, my song here, uh, kind of an <laughs> obvious one, Summer, Summer Time by Will Smith and DJ Jazzy Jeff. Summertime. Solid pick. Anything, anything really by Will Smith. It, when, when I mean, Will Smith just put out bangers for a few years and then quit while he was ahead. I respect the move uh, tremendously. He he like he was mid two thousands a little bit. I mean he you know he had like that one album that had like switch on it that was okay. But summertime just it, it is the an ultimate like summer song. You just feel like you're having summer. Guys rapping about summer. It's a fucking hit. <laughs> Can't beat it. What, what are you going to do, Beardo? Well, uh, for my second pick, uh, I'm going to go Aerosmith, Sweet Emotion. This, this oh song for me, gosh, dude, when, you're, when you're cruising, like this, this just, this song puts me in a mindset where I could be, it could be 90 degrees. I'm flying down a highway and it's just planes as far as the eye can see. You're <laughs> on a road trip and this fucking song is playing. And you're in your 72 fucking Camaro, man. Your fucking hair's winning in the fucking wind, dude. <laughs> Top fucking down. All right, I'm sorry. <laughs> it always reminds me of uh, the movie Dazed and Confused. I mean, that, that movie had a great fucking uh, track list. So that, that's what I always think of. So, yeah, great pick for a summer song. Uh, who's, what's your first pick of the third round here? I'm going to go Mungo Jerry in the summertime. <laughs> There you fucking go. love this song. Oh my dude. gosh. So <laughs> Ryan and I were golfing this Sunday, and like literally 
every five seconds, right, we go, <laughs> you go swimming, you go swimming, and that's see do-do-do-do-do-do. He would only <laughs> say that part. Like, every, like, 30 seconds, he would just say that part. It was on – Summertime was on his mind, and this song was definitely on his mind. And I was – I was – Amazed to hear that the, the name of this guy, Mungo Jerry, kind of kind of weird. Weird looking fucking cat. Let me tell you, <laughs> that's just that's life when you're Mungo Jerry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what do you got, AC? My pick of this third round. Um, kind of a I, one of those songs I think people hear and they don't know what it's called or who it's by. Uh, chum, tub thumping, Chumbawamba. Oh my gosh! Great I, song. I get man. knocked down, but I get up again. I mean, just such a great song. And then that you drink your whiskey drink, you drink your vodka drink, you drink your log. Like that part's fun. Cider drink, log drink. It's just the <laughs> yeah. best songs that yeah. remind me of the best times. Song that remind me of the good times. Yeah. Great song. Yeah, such um, a fucking track. What about what you? a good what a good hit? I forgot about that. That's yeah. a good one. It, it kind um, of sneaks on you. I'm going to follow this up with a good one, an American one, an American classic, Born in the USA by Bruce Springsteen. That's a really good pick. I mean, anytime this song comes on, like you could be playing cornhole, you could be like flipping the burgers, like you could be outside shoveling your fucking snow, and this song comes on, and it's like, damn it, it's basically summertime. <laughs> Bruce Springsteen, this is America. Like right around this time of the summer, the dog days, not the dog days of summer, but like you're in the heart of like Independence Day, the week's following, everyone's going on vacation. This song's playing, get out of my face. It's a it's a it's a it's a no-brainer. Yeah, that, that's a good way to put it. Um, what's your last one? First pick of the fourth round, last song for you. My last one, and this might be a little bit of a stereotypical one, but every time it comes on. I can't help but sing along. And it's Margaritaville by Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> very, uh, yeah. That, that's very, very, very summertime. Very, very summertime, yeah. Very stereotypical, but there, you couldn't find a more summer song than Margaritaville. Yeah, it, it's – hey, man, it is. I mean, it's it literally is like maybe – I don't know. I think Summertime by Will Smith is like – I don't know. There's a lot of them that you could say this is like such a summer song. And I think Margaritaville is definitely one of them. Um, AC, what do you got? What do you got wrapping up your picks, bud? All right, I was kind of torn on this last one. You know, I, I was thinking, do I go the basic bitch route and pick "Summer Girls" by LFO? <laughs> but I decided not to. My last song, "Let Me Take You Home Tonight" by Boston. Oh my God! Anything by Boston is is a is a, is an absolute jam. Yeah, let me take you home tonight, just like. It's that good feel. It's a great like sing along song. You know, any like any sing along song is pretty good for the summer. Oh yeah. Let me take you home tonight by Boston. It more than a feeling's a good one, but I don't know, man. Let me take you home tonight just like just hits Dude, better. I don't know what I, it is, but I've been heavy into that song as of late. It's <laughs> such a good song, dude. It is very good. And it's like, I don't know. I always think summer when I hear <laughs> that song. All right, but Ryan, what do you got to wrap up everything? Close us wrap- out. I'm going to wrap you guys up with a heavy dish of meatloaf paradise by the dashboard light. Oh my gosh. This, so I thought this was going to be your number one, which is why I put all my money by front porch lights as my number two <laughs> pick. And I was going to, I thought I was going to throw a monkey wrench in everyone's plans, but this is a great pick, Ryan. Mm. Great song. I mean, it, it's kind of like a three part song and you know, you've got a guy who's 17 hooking up with a girl 
in a car. Like, there's nothing more summer than that. Hooking up with a girl, like out of a car in a in a car somewhere in the fucking middle of nowhere. Um, and then there's <laughs> analogies of baseball. Yeah, there's analogies of baseball, which is totally America in summertime. And then. You know, and then there's an, there's analogies of like you know regretful marriages. Yeah, who doesn't regret? Who doesn't have some fucking regret in the summer, dude? Everyone has regret in the summertime. Yeah, I love we'll, these picks, boys. We're gonna have to make a little get your picks. We'll make playlist. a poll. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll definitely poll. make a we'll make a playlist too for sure. Um, so but yeah, we'll I, make a poll I, on Twitter. <laughs> so I want to give a couple honorable mentions for myself that I had as backup plans. Hurt so good by John Mellencamp. That's a good one. Uh, Sweet Judy Blue Eyes by Crosby, Stills, and Nash. <laughs> okay. And then last last one, Broadway by Goo Goo Dolls. Anything by Goo Goo Dolls. I had Slide. Thing. Slide, I had slide yeah. As, as Slide's a my, solid one. Yeah. I had Broadway's a little more upbeat, but either way. Like, I had Electric Feel by MGMT. Okay. And then I had uh, On Top by The Killers. Okay. Ooh, you know, you know ooh, that's a On Top Mr. by The Killers. Mr. Brightside's usually the basic bitch pick, so I like that pick by you, Beardo. It's an honorable mention. That's, it's that's my favorite. Idea. It's my favorite okay. killer song. So. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna add one in there that like it's been it's been like going through my Spotify lately, and I'm actually kind of loving it. I'm not a big like modern day music fan, but um, fuck, what is it called? I don't like it by uh, Robin Thicke and Flo Rida. Okay, yeah, Robin Thicke's a good singer though. I mean, not, but I like, know. dude, that song is just—it's that song is so yeah. catchy, man. <clears throat> yeah, my honorable mentions that I had: um, LFO, Summer Girls, obviously, was a good one. Feel Me Flow by Naughty by Nature, but like, not everybody's into rap, so it's like tough to kind of throw that one on. But that is like the darty song, especially if you've seen the music video. Uh, Let Me Take You Out by Brian J. That that was a close one. Then my last one was Every Time We Touch by Cascada. <laughs> we we were driving we were driving to two bucks from uh edgewater live and ac played this song and it was like wow like i just not not the bet not the time that i thought i'd like it but it was a great it was a great time for it yeah i mean hey man sometimes you just gotta throw it in there but great picks by everybody great picks by everybody we'll put out a little playlist we'll put yeah. out a little poll for everyone to vote on we're gonna push forward into the new and improved sports segment of the get your fixings podcast the fixing sports corner hit the music Welcome to The Fixin's Sports Corner. Get ready to get your fixins. All right, so we have All-Star Week this past week in, uh, in um, baseball. And I'll just take a step back. The way we're going to do this is we're going to pick a couple things from the MLB, the NBA, and the NFL. And when it's NHL and when it's hockey season, we're going to pick some stuff from the NHL. But, you know, we have All-Star Week wrap-up basically for the MLB. We have the celebrity softball game filled with everybody um, everybody from J.R. Smith being shirtless to Travis Hafner hitting an actual home run to real Pronkville, um, RIP and peace to Pronkville. Um, we had an insane home run dirty. Uh, home run dirty, home run derby. Uh, mainly, mainly the the crazy battle between Vlad Jr. and Jock Peterson. Uh, Vladdy Jr. breaking the record of total number of home runs in a round. He did it twice in the same night. And we have the All Star Game. Bieber striking out the side, winning MVP. Uh, Brantley gets welcomed back to Cleveland with open arms. Gets a standing ovation after his hit. And Carlos Cookie Carrasco and the Indians. 
I don't think there was an entire – I don't think there was a dry eye in the nation when they did the stand up to cancer thing and they had everybody stand up and stand with Cookie because he was just recently diagnosed with leukemia. It was a great time having the all-star festivities in our great city of Cleveland. There were a lot of people in the MLB that said that Cleveland did it best in their time with the MLB. So I wanted to ask you guys, what was your favorite part about the all-star weekend? I mean, <clears throat> there's a lot of good ones. Um, I think the cookie Carrasco is like too easy of one to pick. Cause obviously, yeah, that pulls on the heartstrings a little bit. Uh, but hey, man, how about Shane Bieber? Um, I'm I'm gonna say Bieb striking out the side and winning MVP because you know he's a guy. He kind of got in at the last second. Dude, literally got in last weekend, and he's kind of a no name. Like unless you were an Indians fan, you probably have no fucking clue who Shane Bieber or a Orioles fan because he always dominates the Orioles. Um, <laughs> but but just how fucking awesome for like if you're one of these middle of the road guys. Um, and you get an opportunity on like the all-star game to kind of show your shit. And even though it doesn't count for anything and you go out and pitch like that, it's pretty fucking cool, man. Um, so, you know, Shane Bieber was my pick. Ryan, what about you? Um, <clears throat> Carlos Santana hitting fucking only 13 home runs. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> my, my, my favorite was, uh, Brantley's first at bat of the all-star game, hitting that double, hitting the wall and, you know, gets an RBI for the, for the American team, dude. And it's just, fuck man. Do you miss fucking Brantley hitting that fucking wall out there? I mean, it was, it was, it was awesome. He got a huge warm welcome. The stadium went wild when he hit it. I mean, that's my favorite moment for sure. I mean, he's probably my favorite player in the fucking league, to be honest. Good, good on Cleveland fans for like having the amount of respect they did for Brantley. I mean that guy, like, like it, it was, it was a, I would say it was a pretty mutual, a mutual relationship between Brantley and the Indians because the guy had so many injuries and the tribe stuck with him, and then he, and then he finally showed up, and then everybody loved him. You know, you you wish that you would have just ended up paying the guy. 17 18 million dollars a year because in the long in the grand scheme of things if he had a season like he's having now and it was still a contract year he'd probably be getting 400 fucking million dollars like everybody else in the league but you know what are you gonna do like great great to see him doing that i would say my favorite part of the weekend is what i mentioned earlier just the battle between vlad jr and jock peterson when, when they announced that that vlad jr was going to be hopping in the home run derby i was so excited because vlad jr to baseball Vlad, Vlad Jr. to Major League Baseball is like Zion Williamson to the NBA. Like we, yeah. everybody's been following Vlad Jr.'s minor league college at bat since he was a kid. Like, <laughs> since he was a kid, just like yeah. taking strokes with a wiffle ball bat, taking strokes with a tennis ball, taking strokes with like a baseball bat to deep. Like it's crazy. Like, but just seeing this guy almost like bonk these things off the scoreboard was awesome. He and Jock Peterson put on a show. Good on both of those guys. That was probably one of the best home run derbies I think I've ever witnessed. I'm so, and I'm so glad that Bryce Harper was not in. <laughs> yeah, I mean, dude, Vlad Jr. By the way, that dude is fucking thick. Oh, oh, one hundred percent. Dude is not even he, low key. He's just thick. That is a big Vlad Jr. and like and like. T- <laughs> Last year's Jose Ramirez, they're just made of something different than everybody else. They, you, you look at them and you're like, those guys just look like some fat dude that like works down the street, like at the convenience store or something. But like, dude, straight up, like those guys can last. Yeah. And aside from Jose Jose Ramirez's shit season, he's the same way, man. Those dudes are just short, beefy dudes. But that's the thing about 
Guerrero Jr., dude. He's going to be just like Ramirez this year for most of his career. I mean, going into this break, the guy has what? Like three home runs or something really <laughs> shitty? Like, eight, yeah, something like that. Yeah, eight. Like something really small. Like the, all those other guys that got in there have like 20-plus. And, you know, he, he – got in because it's just a huge thing that he mashes them in batting practice. But in in reality, I mean, you're playing the student a game. You just fucking don't throw this homeboy strikes and (laughs) he's fucking swinging for the hills and he's a pretty easy at fucking bat. I mean, he's scary if you get the hold of it, but it's, you know, I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't really follow him too much, but dude. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I loved Vladimir Guerrero. So like I'm rooting for this kid naturally. Um, Dude, fucking the craziest thing about that whole thing is like we didn't even mention the guy who won the home run derby. Like that's how much yeah, Vladimir. Peter, uh, that, that's how that's how much Pete Alonso doesn't matter. Well, that's how much Vlad Jr. dominated the night. Like this dude fucking just like he was he went nuts. He went absolutely fucking nuts. And like Peter Alonso, everyone's like, dude, one you play for the Mets, nobody fucking cares. I would like if Christian Yelich was in it. That would have been interesting. I think he would have definitely been a problem considering he, uh, you know, he's like the leading home run like hitter in the fucking league right now. He denied but, doing it, right? He didn't want to. Well, do he it. said his back. Yeah, he said he had a back injury, but so he basically just didn't want to. Yeah, he, he played, played in the All Star game. Right? Yeah, right. Yeah, so he just didn't want to like further, like, he just didn't want to get hurt, is what it came down to. But yeah, dude, right. Vlad Jr., that dude's fucking sick. Yeah, really good weekend, though, of baseball overall. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to sit here and say that I watched the entire All-Star game because I just didn't, but I, I watched no. some of the highlights. I watched a little bit of it. The home run derby was, is a lot more exciting, especially, mm. now that the, especially now that the All-Star game doesn't have any stakes to it. Like They took the entire, like, you know, they used to be the winner of the All-Star game. That league hosted the World Series. Like, they were the home team uh, for the World mm. Series, but not anymore. So really doesn't even matter. Half these guys don't play as hard in it anyway. But we're going to push forward into the NBA. Um, NBA free agency has been crazy this offseason. We got Kawhi and uh, Paul George going to the Clippers at 2 a.m. AC, <laughs> AC and I were drunk in my basement, and I was I was passed out, and AC was trying to wake me up, couldn't wake me up. But, yeah, happened at 2 a.m. Crazy, the most Kawhi move of all time. You got um, Anthony Davis going to the Lakers. You got a whole litany of moves, people going all over the league, Jimmy Butler going to Miami, all this you stuff. Got Westbrook. But- Westbrook being traded to Houston for Chris Paul. That's what you think? That's what happened. No. When did that happen? Breaking, breaking news, folks. Check it out. No, that did not happen, Ryan. Shut up. Hold on. I got to look now. You're lying to me. No, I'm not. Anyway, just keep talking. <laughs> you bitch. But anyway, um, I wholeheartedly think that Westbrook should actually go to Miami. But free agency I mean, made. I, I, I'm not lying. I hope no, you know Westbrook that. went to the Houston. Fucking... Yeah. Like, Are you lying. serious? Yes. <laughs> Why would I make it up? When did uh, that happen? It just broke. Just now. Yeah. Holy shit. Well, breaking moves on the fucking Get Your Fixings podcast. But like, <laughs> wow. Holy crap. I mean, but seriously, I didn't know about that until you just said. I thought you were screwing me. Like, that was your opinion. That's hilarious. Well, okay. Russell Westbrook to. I guess they're over Chris Paul. Screw Chris Paul. Chris Paul's going to rot in hell in OKC. But basically, free agency is over. There are a lot of there are still some guys that could be moved around the league, though. We have a lot of trades. Even the trade that just happened right now before our eyes, I had no clue about it. 
Uh, but I recently wrote a, a, a post or a piece at Big Play about a few guys that have some potential to still be moved. Uh, basically included Andre Iguodala. I think he can get, he could still be moved. Uh, yeah. Bradley Beal, Kevin Love, and I had Russell Westbrook on there, and Russell Westbrook is going. I had him going to Miami, but apparently he's going to Houston. What kind of yeah. fucking reporter? The am Oklahoma I? City Thunder have agreed to trade Russell Westbrook to the Rockets. So Chris Paul, uh, first round picks in 2024, 2026 pick swaps in 2021 and 2025 it's it's a woge bomb it's official it's it's a woge bomb so that'll be kind of crazy you know you'll see you'll see the reunion reunion of russell westbrook and james harden but uh aside from this i mean this kind of overshadows the entire segment (laughs) basically uh what players do you guys think need or deserve a change of scenery in the nba and who do you think can still be moved i mean some of the guys i just mentioned being iguodala beal and uh, kevin love yeah, dude, Russell Westbrook to, back to Houston. James Harden and fucking Russell Westbrook are going to kill each other. Like, they might actually fight on the court like Will Smith and Carlton Banks did in that fucking episode, the basketball <laughs> episode, where they're fighting over the ball. at mid- That's going to be those two. I mean, both guys love to fucking shoot 30 times a game. Um, you know, not great team players at all, as you can see, as they can't get past the fucking second round. Um, that, I mean, it's going to be nuts. That'll be really funny to watch for the entertainment value. Uh, other players that I could see going, Iguodala will be an interesting one. He, he'll jump on the coattails of like a good team. I don't think you're going to see that guy go to some shitbag team. He's too old. Uh, Kevin Love's an interesting name, though. I, I think the Cavs would be dumb probably not to get rid of Love. I mean, he's due a lot of money. I, I think a lot of Cleveland fans love Kevin Love, but at the end of the day, this guy's not really in the long-term plans. Um you know, so he he's a name and Bradley Beal, dude. He, I don't know, man. I, I he's a shooter, but he's one of those guys, man. What the fuck has he ever won? Like Bradley Beal's never really, he's never done it for me. I've never been a big Bradley Beal guy. So I don't know. The, obviously, the big one is Russell Westbrook, though. He's fucking crazy. Yeah, uh, Ryan, what do you think, dude? I this year has been fucking bizarre. wild. It's been weird. I, I, it's, I, just it's, I like it though. There's a lot of good moves that are happening. Yeah, I just don't remember like a time when this many teams. It's kind of ba- it's kind of becoming a balancing act, though. I mean, at, years ago, when you had the first mention of a super team, um, they like would dominate the league or at least their conference. But now, man, like you've got like six, seven, eight teams that are super teams technically. You know that yeah. have like, <laughs> superstars on their team and like two, three of them. Um, so it. it it's kind of balancing out in a way, but to make it a little bit more interesting. Um, but yeah, I mean, as far as like particulars go, I don't follow the NBA too closely. To be honest with you, it's not really my bag. Right. Of team. I mean, aside from the aside from the Cavs, I'll follow aside it here the and there. there. Yeah. So, but yeah, I, 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 Steph Curry I think- to the Lakers. Just kid. <laughs> I think I, I agree with you, AC. I think Andre Iguodala moving somewhere is going to be interesting. I, I I know the Grizzlies have basically said that they're they're not going to offer him a buyout and they're looking for trade options for him. So I think that that's definitely going to happen before their season starts. He'll probably go to like I don't even know, maybe like the a Houston Spurs. team or some some yeah, like a Spurs or somebody to where he can like facilitate somehow and be a six man. Bradley Beal, I would love to seek out a, a, of Washington because Washington's not going to win shit. John, Wall's, John Wall's out for another year, and they're they're never doing anything. They haven't made any moves this offseason, so it just shows like they're not ready to be a contender. If you're not re- if you're not looking to be a contender every year, get rid of that guy and start 
allocating lower draft like lower draft picks young prospects all that stuff kevin love i love kevin love i want kevin to love to stay a cab but i definitely could see him moving um i think that the Cavs signed that contract with kevin love because a it had you had a plan and you had like a plan a and a plan b let's say plan a is the fact that you get to keep kevin love for four more years plan b is the fact that you get to sign a bigger extension with them like a four or five year contract to where he has trade value to where he's still good and if you trade him you can get something out of him because that team's going to get a good healthy kevin love for a few years so kevin love could easily be on the move i can see that happening for sure um and then my last guy russell westbrook i wanted him to go to miami and be with jimmy butler not because it's going to make their basketball any better but just the fact that like seeing they jimmy would butler, <laughs> seeing jimmy butler russell westbrook and Deion waiters all be in the huddle and all all of them wanting to be the guy like the man in miami would have been hilarious but now he's going to be in Houston. He's going to argue with James Harden every single day, so I'm all for it. Right. The, the entertainment value is going to be hilarious because the minute they go on like a bad stretch where they're losing games, he's they're totally going to be fucking arguing right on like on the sidelines. Like it's going to like they're not going to hold back. Those two are both assholes. They're both fucking horrible teammates. Like those two guys to me, they're the classic fucking pickup basketball player. Like. Yeah, they're sick. They can score all fucking day on you. What? Neither of those guys have won a fucking thing, and it's because of how they play basketball, dude. You can't go out and try to score 50 points every night and think your team's going to win. You just can't because you sacrifice can't. defense. You sacrifice boosting your teammates. Like, there's only oh, one, mean, one guy John, can do I, it. I don't, I don't think there's a worse defender in the entire league than uh, James Harden. Uh, no. James Harden, yeah. No, there's one guy who can go out there and score 40 and still make his teammates better, and that's LeBron. He's the only fucking one. Durant can't Absolutely. do it. He has to score. I mean, it's just – I don't know. It, it, Houston will be funny to watch. I, I'm I'm there for the comedic, like, entertainment. But, yeah, man, <laughs> we'll I mean, this see, is – We'll yeah, see how stuff's been a wild ride. It's, it's been a crazy offseason, and I'm, yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing what else happens. But we're going to push forward to see it more, too. Time. But no, I, I was just going to say, I think you're going to keep yeah. seeing this kind of stuff more as the NBA mm -hmm. continues to go on because it's super team or bust now. Everybody does it. But yeah, yeah the NBA has turned into a rent, rent a player league. Like you're just <laughs> yeah. right, you're renting a guy for four years until whatever. But hey, you know, whatever. But we're going to push forward to the NFL. The big topic today is the Tyree Hill tapes got released, the full 11 minute clip of him talking with his wife about the child abuse, about the, uh, the domestic abuse that occurred. You have this long conversation where a lot happened. I have an entire thing that I was going to read, but I'm not going to read it. It's just too much. So they, they, had, they had a giant thing about um, she says that he that he beats their, their three-year-old, and he says he doesn't beat the three-year-old. And she's like, why would a three-year-old lie about you beating him? Which, why would you ever trust a three-year-old in the first place? But that's neither right. here nor there. Um then it goes all the way back to her saying, like, yeah, well, you hit me. Where the bruises come from? You hit me. And he's like, I didn't hit you. I picked you up, and I put you outside my house, and then you left. And then it all round, goes roundabout to the point where she finally admits, like, yeah, okay, I lied. But if I told you the truth, then you would have freaked out when it initially came out. And then it was a whole – that's kind of how I interpret it. There's a lot going on in this, like, there's a lot of, like, personal info going on in this conversation to where there's not a whole lot of backstory with it. Yeah. All in all, never hit a woman, never hit your kid. But essentially he's saying he finally admits at the end where he's like, yeah, maybe I, like, hit him in the chest a little bit. Maybe I, like, push him around. But I want him to be – I want him to grow up and be a man and respect me because – and he goes – 
he goes, I want him to grow up to be a man and be basically get him ready for the real world because white people don't care about black kids. And then he also, she follows that up with saying, yeah, he's scared of you. And, and then he goes, yeah, well, you should be scared of me too, you dumb bitch. So yeah. Yeah. a whole lot of shit going on with this. You guys can listen to the tape. I think like uh, – it, it came well, out actually a couple months ago. So, so some sports radio station, I can't remember, but it, th- there were clips that came out a couple months ago. Yeah. But this and then this full, is the full, full eleven-minute thing. I yeah. I advise anyone that wants to like actually have an opinion on it, go and like listen to the tapes and everything, because a lot of stuff can be taken out of context. But um, I know that like this summary is a little bit lengthy, and it was even it was going to be even more lengthy if I read the whole thing I had. But what are your guys' thoughts on everything that's happening recently with Tyreek Hill? Some of the information that came out. The timing of all of this initially coming out right after the Kareem Hunt video, and how do you guys think the NFL should handle this? Dude, I want him out of the league forever. This is fucking horrible, dude. This dude's talking about punching a fucking baby because he's toughening him up. Get the fuck out of here, dude. That's him trying to justify the fact that he's a piece of shit. And the fact that you're going to fucking intimidate your girlfriend or whatever she is, it's even fucking worse, dude. He's a piece of shit. That's all the Chiefs have are piece of shit people. Look, like I, I like Kareem Hunt. I know the city of Cleveland's excited for Kareem Hunt, but look, Kareem Hunt getting into a fucking fight this past weekend, or not this past weekend, a couple weeks ago. Like they just, there's a lot of fucking questionable characters. I didn't think we talked about the Kareem Hunt thing before. It wasn't great. It wasn't the worst thing I've ever seen. But clearly, this guy's fucked. This dude's absolutely fucked in the head. He needs to go to fucking some sort of counseling and worry about something other than football. But you know what's going to happen. He's not he, – he, this dude won't miss a fucking game. He's not going to miss a game. And the reason he's not going to miss a game is because, one, he's really fucking good at football, and, two, because the Chiefs will fucking suck if he doesn't play. They they did their little let's, let's PR right now. We're going to get rid of Kareem Hunt to make ourselves look good, and he's a running back, so we can replace a running back. You can't replace fucking Tyree Kill, dude. Especially now that you already got rid of Kareem Hunt. Like Hill's it. He's all you got. Out Travis. Kill's yeah, I mean those 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 two were your entire team. Right. If you, if you get rid of those two, you become the Chiefs with Alex Smith and Travis Kelsey, and that's well, it. Mahomes. Mahomes is the QB, which Mahomes. Well, I mean, but, 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 but like what I was saying, like I I get that they have like Mahomes now, but I'm saying like you become exactly what you were before. You have, right. you, have a, you have a you have a better quarterback now, but you only really have one weapon. Yeah, you have and who's a tight end? So yeah, he, this dude's not gonna miss a game because the Chiefs will suck, and Mahomes is supposed to be a fucking cash cow for the fucking NFL. He's supposed to sell all these jerseys. He's not gonna sell jerseys if he has a bad season. So they're not gonna fucking touch Tyree Kill. And what's funny with what you said about this, the owner and like it's it lines up exactly what you're saying. The owner of the Chiefs is like reportedly quote unquote outraged at all like the response that this is getting because because like here the only way I go back and forth on this is I think this dude's a piece of shit. He's a scumbag piece of shit. But at the same time, like he hasn't been like fine with anything. Like there's no lawsuit that's like officially come out against him so mm-hmm. like can the like like i i can i guess i'm saying i think he's a piece of shit and he should be out of the league but they're like i get the argument that people are giving to where they're like like the, will the police never file anything like if they don't have like a case then like how can you guys have a case how can you like basically find this guy or like suspend him or expel him from the league without there actually being a real case 
Yeah, yeah. Probably there's probably laws and contracts with the that the players have with the NFL where they have to have plausible and deniability you know, or whatever. Well, enough evidence to assume that this person would be guilty of a crime or is guilty of a crime. You know, there, there's probably uh, you know a line there that they have written in a contract. And they might not have that enough information here to ha- to reach that line. I don't know enough about the story. Um, obviously, it sounds like this is a fucking scumbag. I think yeah. that they got rid of the wrong player. I think if what you were trying to do, what AC said, and you're trying to make a PR move, you get rid of Tyree Killen. But the Kareem Hunt Kareem thing Hunt. came out first. It happened first. Right. I get it. Um, I think, honestly, like, Tyree Kill's a scumbag. I honestly don't think what Kareem Hunt did was really all that bad well we yeah, um, we said that we've talked about that but um yeah man i mean you're deranged if you think you can rough up a baby to toughen it up it doesn't that's work like fucking that. horrible dude it doesn't yeah. work like that um life doesn't work like that um that probably happened to him and he's a fucking you know, single chromosomal fucking one brain cell fucking <laughs> running back. He's just, it, it, I mean, why are he's just good at running fast? That's he's made <laughs> very, very lucky. Otherwise, he would be a nobody working at fucking Aldi. You know, right. he, he, like, there, there would be nothing to. He wouldn't be contributing to society at all. And that that's like, like if if like did Ryan, did you end up listening to the entire tape or no? No. So, like, the entire tape, I would say probably, like, seven or eight minutes of it, Tyreek Hill is actually, like, he's looking pretty good. Like, I don't think that this guy – I think this guy's a piece of shit, ultimately. But, like, if you listen to the tape, the first, like, eight or nine minutes, like, he hasn't said anything bad. Like, he's he's honestly kind of made it seem like this girl is a crazy person. And then finally he snaps and he's like, he's like, you should be afraid of me too, you dumb bitch. And he's like, yeah, I hit my kid. Yeah, I did this. And he starts like saying everything. I just want to be like, dude, she's recording you. Stop. But at the same time, like you got to bring that stuff to light. He's a piece of shit. Get him out of the league. Yeah, I'm done. I don't want to see him ever play another snap, even though he's going to play the whole next season. Uh, You know, like I said, Mahomes is a cash cow, so they're not going to take away his best weapon. So there she goes. People also forget Ray Lewis killed a guy, but we're going to push forward into the leaderboard. Our favorite segment, the fan favorite segment, hit the music. The leaderboard on the get your fixings podcast. All right, AC lead us off. This is so perfect with this first one. Cause speaking of piece of shit, people, uh, <laughs> we got this Disneyland fight. This was, this was, I'm going to say, the craziest fight video I've ever seen. Crazy. I have such a different opinion of that. No way, dude. This yes. fucking guy, this asshole, was taking fucking swing. I mean, I get it. The the chick flopped. There were a lot of flops in the video. <laughs> I don't I don't care. All right, so describe it. I'm sorry. Yeah, so basically, this dude, um, this family is is all at Disneyland. There's guy, this one dude is just kind of fighting everybody. He's taking swings at girls, like fucking hammering these girls in the face, like full out punches, dude. It was like four and a half minutes. And this guy would, you know, he'd leave the picture, then he'd come back and start fighting some more. Um, it was just wild, dude. This, I mean, I'll save my take. I want to like hear what you guys have to say, but 
it was nuts. It was absolutely fucking nuts. This dude swinging on girls the way he did. So I'll be I'll be quick with my take. I don't think it was the craziest fight video I've ever seen. Oh, I don't know. But man. here's the thing. It had it had a long length of time where there was a lot of stuff happening over a long period of time. But like some of the crazier fight videos are where like a bunch of shit happens all of a sudden it's crazy and an insane amount of stuff. But with this video, the the most insane part is exactly what you said. Like the girl came up and she tried to stop it and he just clocked her in the face. And then it looked came, like, like boom, boom, you guys have both seen Tropic Thunder, right? Yeah. Do you remember you guys remember when uh when um when Les goes, who who's the key grip? Punch him in the face really fucking hard. And he's like that that big Hawaiian dude comes up and just rocks with that Damian Cockburn's face. <laughs> like that's how that punch looked to me. And I was like, holy shit. Like aside from that, it's basically two black dudes pushing each other for majority of the time and, a, and like a bunch of chicks in the background screaming. But there were a few hits where he's just clocking those girls. And I was like, that's about the craziest part about this video is this dude clocking the girls. It was bad, dude. It was so graphic. But what about you, Beardo? I mean, how could you be so mad in such a magical place? <laughs> what are you fighting it's, about? It's Disneyland, bro. Like, dude, I've been to Disney World. I've never been to Disneyland. But I can dude, imagine they're the same. They're pretty close, I'm sure. Dude, you walk in and it's just euphoric. You're in a state of fucking magic. I mean, I was fucking like 12, but still, like. Dude, I mean, it's amazing. There's no reason to be hitting women. Hitting women was never on my mind the entire time I was on vacation in Disney World. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so just wild what could have happened to this dude to bring him to that fucking space in his head. Yeah. Scumbag to the fucking max. And wild there was like fucking a, video. And there was like a five, ten second like part, like towards the end of it, kind of, where he like took the one girl and he just started fucking uppercutting the shit out of her dude he was like just smoking her dude i was like what the fuck and like those three guys hey, took man, him to the ground you don't, you don't want the heat stay oh, man the i don't, I don't think that's the case if it's a woman man that's that's a little much and then those three guys like tackled him to the ground but dude i i don't know how you guys feel about this but i I've always fucking said water parks, buffets, cruises, and amusement parks are all for trash people, dude. They're all trash. Anytime you go to any of these places, all you see is trash. Disneyland, all this shit. These people probably found a deal on Groupon. They fucking decided to go and look what they did. They just scarred a bunch of kids for life, dude. It's supposed to be a magical, happy place, man. It's Disney. And you got this fucking asshole just swinging through the streets like he's Kimbo Slice, dude. Absolutely insane video. Um, speaking of insane, our old fucking friend, Long Neck. Uh, oh, my God. This was awesome. God, dude. So Rob Gronkowski, Gronk, whatever you want to call him, he was meeting like all the freaks of the internet. And... He met fucking long neck, the fucking kid who has the super long ass neck and fucking dude. The look on Gronk's face was just he didn't know what the fuck was going on with this kid. Yeah, that was that was the best part was like, first of all, uh, long neck's dad is like the most interesting creature I've ever seen in my life. He, he looks like he almost looks like a character out of like 
Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles that like just morphed into like the most insane looking creature. But uh, the like just Gronk's face of like, oh my god, please get me away from this <laughs> family. They're all just a bunch of crazy hicks. Like that was the best part. Like I like all the freeze frame photos of Gronk's like worried smile was my. It's awesome. What about you, Beardo? Um, this is Florida with no money meeting Florida with money. <laughs> and Florida with money is having a realization of where he could have ended up had he not had talent and been in the NFL. The dude is is so like disgusted and happy probably all at the same time with that <laughs> disgusted look on his face like I am so glad my life didn't end up hanging out with people like this. Because that, whether it's his dad or whoever that older guy is and long neck dude, they are a, a cartoon fucking duo. <laughs> yeah. They don't look like real fucking human beings. Dude. They look like fucking cartoons that were just like magically turned into fucking human beings. It's a fucking bizarre two people. It it's but, Yeah, man. Uh, you gotta love that Gronk just wears his fucking heart on his sleeve. Can't hide his emotions. It's amazing. He couldn't hot like and Gronk's like a golden retriever, man. He's happy all the time. Yeah. So like the fact that like you could even noticeably see that he was uncomfortable is just so <laughs> unlike Gronk. And I thought that's what made the video hilarious. It's so fucking funny. Um, For sure. Yeah. But next up, we have this fucking cornhole shot, and we're talking about the game cornhole. Um, Dennis, I think was his name. This dude. This was maybe the. Sh- Best shot I've ever seen in cornhole history. He's like getting, it was on like ESPN. He's getting all intense with his partner and he's talking about knocking this bag off. He's like, I got to knock it off. Got to get rid of that point and put one in the hole. <laughs> well, no, he, he gave, he gave like the cockiest, like, yeah, it was arrogant. He was disgruntled about it and he goes, he goes, yeah. I don't know, you want me to hit it off? Want me to knock it off? And the guy, yeah. the guy was like, yeah, Dennis, get it, get it, Dennis. <laughs> And he throws the cornhole bag and probably and like the, the, all right. So, th- so for everyone listening, the guy throws the cornhole bag. The the opponent's cornhole bag is just beyond the hole, sitting in that little gap between the hole and the back of the board. Dennis hits the the back of like the hole, knocks the dude's bag off, gets in the hole. All time shot. My favorite part about this thing, not even the shot, not everyone cheering Dennis on and shouting Dennis's name. The fact that right before he threw it, the announcer goes, "If he makes this bag, it'll get the it'll get the deficit to five, and uh, five is easier <laughs> than six. He yeah, goes, yeah. five is easier than six. It's basically what an idiot. It's basically the same thing as the announcer in dodgeball going when uh, when he puts the blindfold on. He goes, yeah, he cannot see cotton. Like that is the yeah. exact thing. And I'm also gonna put this on record and say that Damon Dennis fucks." <laughs> Yeah, uh, what what do you think of all this, Beardo? It, it was incredible. I, it's probably the best clip like that's gone viral for cornhole ever. For cornhole, I would say yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, cornhole, yeah. Well, it's been on ESPN for like a couple of years now, but this yeah. is like definitely the most notable moment. I mean, fantastic fucking shot, all time <laughs> really shot. good shot. Um, yeah. <laughs> almost as good as I was last weekend at our kickback. Yeah, you guys were you were on fire, Ryan. I'll give you that. But um, but yeah, man, amazing shot, funny video. Just a dude who 
totally a fucking cornhole dad. Like that dude is the epitome of fucking cornhole dad and raised his son to not believe in him at all. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, dude, it was funny. Awesome hey, man, shot. five's easier than six. <laughs> That's got to be the name of this episode. That yeah, was five is easier a- than six is the all time. Like, I don't know what to say right now. So I'm just going to say the most obvious thing. It's yeah, gotta be tough. If he makes this cuts the deficit to five and, uh, you know, five is easier to five is easier than six. And I yeah. was just I, I was watching that and I had to pause it because I was like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, it's gotta be pretty hard to uh, give analysis on cornhole, but great fucking quote, man. I think that could definitely go on a t-shirt. But next up, oh, I fucking love this guy. We got Bagel Guy. He's kind of taken over the internet these past two days. Uh Bagel Guy. He he was losing his shit in like a bagel shop. Uh, he's very short. He's like 4'11". He was getting mad at everybody. Uh, He got mad at this woman who did nothing, um, and he said it was because women in general, you know, they they give him shit that he's so short on these dating sites. Then he starts going around the whole bagel shop trying to, you shut up, you shut up, you know, I'm not afraid of you, you know, just Napoleon syndrome. This fucking dude twice his size just grabs him, throws him on the fucking ground. That's the end of bagel guy. But then... There was another video where he was in like a 7-Eleven and he called the cops because the fucking cashier at 7-Eleven asked him how tall he was. He looks at the cop and goes, uh, I was, like, he's like complaining about how short he was and how he has an account yeah. and how he cleans for a living. And the cop goes, why'd you call me here, man? Yeah. And he goes, this guy called me short and I want to file a harassment charge. And he's it's like, like can't he's, the guy goes, the guy goes, can't do that. It's not real. And the, he goes, what if, he goes, what if I told a woman she's got big tits? And the guy goes, sexual harassment is definitely different than someone calling you short. <laughs> this, this video is awesome. My favorite, yeah. my absolute favorite part of it. And if you haven't seen it, you're living under a rock. Go on YouTube yeah. and just look up bagel oh, guy. He's but been like, dominating the <laughs> But dude, my favorite part is when this guy goes, "Hey man, just take it easy, just stop." And then the guy goes, "You can't tell me what to do. You're not God, my dad, or my boss." And I'm like, "I'm just gonna start. <laughs> I'm gonna start saying that to everybody that tries to tell me what to do. That's gonna be the theme of this weekend, boys. If anyone says like, oh, 'Oh, I'm kind of tired. I'm kind of tired of this bar on this bar crawl. Can we go to a different bar?'" I'm like, "You can't tell me what to do. You're not God, my dad, or my boss." <laughs> That's awesome. It's a great line. Oh. <laughs> Ryan, what do you think? Well, yeah, it, dude, what set this dude off is the laughing, and then he just lost his shit. Yeah. And, it, dude, there's nothing fucking funnier than a really upset, really short guy. <laughs> it, it's comedic for everybody involved. So, yeah, pretty funny shit. Yeah, this dude yeah. has to get his ass kicked all the time. And he's just, you know he's waiting. For someone to like call him short so he can fucking lose his mind like he did here. 100%. Yeah. And I, I think I, I want to give a shout out to the guy that tackled him and beat the shit out of him in the Bagel <laughs> store because that guy's an American hero that stopped this guy from shooting up like a mall. Because this but guy, I, I, this, I think this, this guy's too big of a pussy guy, to do that though. This guy was like five more short insults just to go and postal on everybody. But see, I don't think he was. I think this is just an everyday thing for Bagel Guy. Like, this is his life. He comes ready to fight every single day. He doesn't win any of the fights, but he comes ready to fight every single day. And that's what I love about this guy. He, he wears his heart in his sleeve. You, you, you look at him weird. You kind of laugh at how short he is. 
bagel guy's there. Uh, he's going to f- get in your face and let you know, but you're going to kick his ass because he's like, you know, three foot six. <laughs> but, hey, I, I respect his passion. But uh, last one, <laughs> this was my favorite. <laughs> we got this total fucking hard ass. They're on like a bridge and the dude jumps off the bridge into the water and <laughs> He doesn't know how deep it is. He instantly pops back up. He's like, he goes, yeah, I I was going to say that's my favorite part when he pops back up. So basically all these kids are sitting on a bridge and and the one guy goes, I don't know if you should jump, man. I don't know. I don't think you know how deep it is. And the dude does everything that, like, he's just the epitome of shitty internet kid and just goes, hey, man, fuck it, send it, and jumps. Probably, like, a 30-foot drop. Lands in probably, like, two and a half feet water and pops back up. And this is what he said. He goes, uh-oh, I think I broke my leg. And then <laughs> with, like, a speech impediment. He's <laughs> like, I need help. Guys, I yes, that's the best part at the very end of the video when he n- realizes he can't swim with one leg. He's like, "I need help!" <laughs> oh my god, dude! This 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 had to have either happened in like Florida, Mississippi, Alabama, or like New Jersey. It had to. I could see like Boston, man, like some place where these kids are fucking cocky. Like, dude, he, he was like, you you said it really fucking well. He, he, he did. He did the whole, like, fuck it. We'll find out how deep it is. <laughs> Instantly hit the fucking ground. Like, he <clears throat> jumps in the water, and he popped up with it, like, half a second. I was just, trying to look through the water, and like, in the video, and see if his leg was, like, mangled. And it just looks like he was letting it float. Oh, yeah. It doesn't look mangled, even though my mind wants to tell me that it's mangled. But at the same time, I can't imagine that kid has like an intact pelvis at this point. I just love the I need help. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone, everyone's right, still laughing, part. like, huh? Oh my god, that was crazy. And he just goes, No, get help. I need help, please. <laughs> <laughs> awesome video. We love to see this shit, man. When the cocky asshole like this kid gets fucking hurt. <laughs> <I know. laughs> oh, it just reminds you that bad things do happen to bad people. All-time just- all great leaderboard, AC. If oh, any of the listeners haven't seen these videos, look up Disney Fight, look up Gronk Meets Long Neck, Dennis Cornhole Shot, Bagel Guy, and Guy Jumps Off Bridge, Water is Really Shallow. Like, just look it up. <laughs> look up that stuff. I yeah. think Prez from Barstool tweeted out the video of the guy jumping off the bridge. <laughs> awesome stuff. It, it was, this was literally like a leaderboard filled with, like, the most viral videos right now, and they're yeah. all just full of, stu- like, stupid people. I need help. <laughs> <laughs> Five is easier than six. We're going to wrap up this episode. Five Thank you, everybody. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, tuning into the new and improved Get Your Fix This podcast. Tell your mom, tell your grandma, tell a friend. Uh, we love that you guys listen. And uh, thanks for taking your time out of your day to listen to Get Your Fix This podcast. Uh, give us a follow on Instagram, Twitter, all that stuff at Get Your Fixins. Um, other than that, uh, this is the Get Your Fixins podcast coming to you live from my mom's office today. We are out. Yeah.